Hey everybody, it's Jordan Stoltz, your host of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Welcome back to another episode. And in today's show of the Triple F Podcast, I'm going to be talking about cardio and uh, comparing it to weight training, comparing different types of cardio. This is your Cardio 101 episode. I've got some questions about cardio. I've got some questions about fat loss, um, you know, this new year upon us and summer just around the corner, depending on where you live. Um, at least spring is coming and you know, you're starting to think about cutting, getting leaner, losing some fat. Maybe that is your whole journey and that's why you're even listening to this show in the first place is you want to get more fit, get more healthy and lose some body fat. So in today's show, I'm going to talk about cardio, the role that plays and just kind of give you a good overview of how to use it, where it lies in the hierarchy of things and uh, what you can expect from using it as well. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. I appreciate you guys tuning in to listen to this podcast and it would really mean a lot and really help the show if you shared it with your friends and family, right? If you're subscribed, that's awesome. I just need you to tell somebody about it, right? So if you could do that, that'd be awesome. Just at your next dinner, your next social gathering, your next family reunion, your um, maybe Monday at work, go in and just mention to somebody about the Triple F podcast, Stoltz Fit on Instagram, anything that will help me get my message to more people. That is the goal and there's a lot of power in number of people, right? And there's a lot of power in in networking and um, you know creating a spider web of reach. And I really appreciate that you guys are tuning in. You probably came from somebody as well and I, you know, I would like to use the reach that I have through this podcast for good and for spreading something that will help people, right? Even if I, even if it takes two years to reach the one person that I was meant to reach, I want to do that. And that is what I feel like I was meant to do and what I feel like uh, the podcast is meant to do as well. So that would mean a lot to me. That would really help me out. Thank you for considering. And let's get started on today's episode about cardio. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. What's up, everybody? Jordan Stolter, your host of the Triple F Podcast, and I'm happy that you're here for this episode because in today's show, I'm going to be talking about a very, very, very common question that I get. Um, The most common fitness goal, the most common fitness question um, that I get is for sure losing fat faster, and it's for sure um, things to implement or reviews of things or opinions on things that will accomplish the ultimate goal of losing body fat, right? Um, People a lot of times will get into fitness because of fat loss, right? They'll be overweight and they'll want to lose fat. Hopefully along the way, they'll somehow fall in love with training and want to get stronger and want to build muscle and want to feel better and want to improve performance and all those great things that I love and promote. However, a lot of times people will come into it wanting to get leaner, get healthier. Maybe someone told them they have to, right? Like a doctor, Um, but that is definitely the most common goal, which is the reason there's so many products in the fitness industry 
sold around fat loss and marketed around fat loss because we are an overweight country and you know majority of the populated world and um you know there's needs to be some strides to correct that um so in today's show i'm going to talk about something that does play a role in fat loss and that's cardio so i get a lot of questions about different styles of cardio um so you know you're talking styles of cardio you're talking essentially um four different camps okay so i'm going to review those four and then back up a little bit and talk about cardio as a whole um, so your four camps are going to be lists, right, which is low intensity steady state exercise, which essentially is going to be walking, right, walking your dog, um, walking on a treadmill, doing something kind of low key, maybe a slow pedal on a bike, something like that. That's low intensity steady state, meaning your heart rate is at a steady state, but it's not super high. Um, I'm also going to categorize miss, right, as its own, which really isn't technically true, but um, kind of this medium intensity steady state, which I would put jogging in there, swimming in there, and some things that are still steady state as far as your heart rate is concerned. You're not doing any kind of intervals, um, but you are still keeping that heart rate a little bit higher, right? And you're getting it more, uh, a little bit higher, I guess, towards that high intensity realm um, than the low intensity. So that's miss. You got listen, miss, and then you got the, the interval trains. You got well, you got HIT, H-I-I-T, and that's gonna be high intensity interval training. High intensity interval training is going to be, um, picture this, that you're riding a bike and you pedal really hard for a minute, and then you pedal slower for two minutes, and then you repeat that three minute cycle um, for let's say five rounds, and that's 15 minutes of HIT, right? That would essentially be a high intensity interval training session. So you're getting your heart rate going up and down, and you are going to a very high intensity when you're on the ups the upswing of that. Also, there's hit HIT, which is just high intensity training, and that's essentially just going balls to the wall on one thing, right? Like you have battle ropes in your hands, and you're just swinging those as hard as you can for as long as you can, just to completely exhaust yourself, right? And you could repeat that a few times, um, you know, or you could just go an all-out set. These are all different styles of cardio, and today I really specifically want to talk about uh, the other three, HIT, meaning H-I-I-T, and then LIS and MISS. So these are the two, the three kinds that I really want to talk about, especially comparing LIS and HIT, uh, because these are the ones that people ask about all the time, right? Like, how should I add these into my routine? Will this help with fat loss? Is this hindering my fat loss? And what role should it take when trying to get healthier and more fit? and lean and athletic and all these different things. Um, so I wanna dial back though before I start with all that and comparing them and talking about how I would implement them for you and just describe what cardio is doing, right? Because in fitness, in health, there is no magic thing, right? There is no magic bullet. There is no, there is no must do, right? There's a lot of paths to success, especially in fat loss, right? I would say even more so in fat loss than any other goal. If your goal is muscle gain, there's some things that you have to do, right? You have to progress, you have to recover. These are all very important. In fat loss, it really is coming down to the main thing, which is your calorie balance, right? Which is the energy balance of your body. So if you are eating more than you're burning, you are going to gain weight. And it is simple as that. Now, the number that you burn will go up and down, right? You don't have a set number from some calculator or wearable like an Apple Watch or a Fitbit that's accurately 
true, right? Because it's gonna completely change as you go through life, as you take more steps throughout the day, as you sleep better, as you grow older. This is gonna completely change as you go. So it's very adaptive, your body, and it's important that you know that. Um, but the cardio is essentially just achieving a negative energy balance, right? Which is burning more calories than you eat, which is how you lose weight. Whether you achieve that calorie deficit from eating less, right? So you could decrease your calories. You could track those and make sure that you're taking in the amount per day that's less um, than you're burning, essentially, or a certain deficit from your maintenance, and then just keep on lowering that deficit as you plateau. Um, the other way to do it, though, is going to be to add an activity, right? And it's essentially doing the same exact thing. If you knew for a 100% fact that a food that you were eating had 300 calories in it, and you knew for a 100% fact that doing a certain exercise routine burned 300 calories, you would essentially be able to interchange those as much as you want to. So you could you could use those interchangeably, which means if you could either not eat that food, right, and decrease 300 calories from that, or you could do the extra cardio or the extra activity or the extra workout to burn those 300 calories and it would achieve the exact same thing. Now, as a side note, there are some things that come with cardio that don't come with reducing calories, like recovering um, ability being hindered, right? If you're adding in a bunch of activity, it's gonna be harder to recover, and I'll get into that later about comparing the different types of cardio. Um, so that's the role it takes, right? It's achieving that negative energy balance. And the other only role I would say is that it's for health, right? Um, cardio is important just because of its name, right? Cardio, it's your heart. It is working out that system and it's important to stay relatively active so you maintain a strong heart. And in reality, that goal is a little bit overrated as far as cardio is concerned, in my opinion, because if you are just active and you are you are strong and you hold a low percent body fat those three things are going to do you know 99% for you than adding really intense cardio sessions in fact going too far on the cardio might actually hurt your heart in the long run so it's careful to moderate things and track things which is my next point for cardio is that it's very 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 important that you track it that it is something that is trackable it's something that can be increased, it's something that can be progressed in, it's something that you can get better at, it's something that can be taken out when the time has come to take it out. And it's really important that you realize that because it's not all something that you're able to just throw in just for fat loss. Maybe you do a crazy workout, a class, and then you lose a bunch of fat. That's not really how it works. You need to progress and challenge your body, right? Because just like anything, our body's going to adapt to it. If you do a certain amount of training volume with your weights, your body's going to adapt to that. If you eat a certain calorie number, your body's going to adapt to that as well. In everything that you do, and I really mean everything, your body is very adaptive. It's going to adapt to the stimulus you're putting on it, right? Which is why it's important to be able to keep track of that stimulus, right? And I might sound like a nerd here, but this is very important that you track things. So if your stimulus for changing your body is controlling your food intake, if it's controlling your weight training or your cardio, those has to those has to be things that you can adjust up or down, right? Just picture it like a dial. You have to be able to turn that dial up or down depending what you want to do 
to your body. And if you don't know the numbers that you're on, it's hard to move them either way. It's very hard to intuitively add and take away things in a smart way. It's way more of a better decision to use a modern solution like numbers and tracking and making sure that you can progress. So with cardio specifically, um, if your goal is fat loss, you're probably going to want to increase that as you go, right? And don't do it all at once. So what I see a lot of people do as a mistake is throw everything at themselves all at once and, uh, you know, essentially taking a bunch of classes, doing a bunch of cardio, just doing a bunch of crazy stuff to lose fat right out the gates. What you're better off doing is saving that as a tool, right? It's a tool in your tool belt for when you need that energy balance change. Because cardio creates a negative energy balance and it helps create that calorie deficit, it's important that you don't use it up all right away because your body will adapt and that that tool will be wasted, right? So if you can easily achieve that energy balance change, you know, with just dropping your calories a little bit, I say go for it because you're going to want to use that cardio when your calories get low, right? So for me, if my calories were down around 2,000, that's super low for me, right? And I don't really want to drop them down to 1,800 if I plateau, so I'm better off adding some activity um, to, to, to do that, to create that energy balance deficit. So that's why you want to save it and you want to be able to track it. So you need to know what you're doing, you need to be able to track it, use some kind of metric. and. Um, the ones that are my favorite is probably going to be the things that people say are not accurate, which I think is just fine. Um, and the accuracy isn't as important as the progression, right? So what I'm talking about is calories burned on like a treadmill, um, your time on a treadmill, that could also be um, your time on any cardio equipment really, your um, the number of days per week you spend on a certain piece of cardio equipment, um, your steps, like right with a wearable, like a uh, Fitbit or a Apple Watch or a Samsung Watch or something like that, that's also going to be able to track your cardio, right? Because you can track your number of steps. The main thing that you want to do is progress over time. So if you're tracking your time, maybe you start out with three days of 15 minutes, you bump that after a while to three days of 20 minutes, three days of 30 minutes, four days of 20 minutes, right? Four days of 30 minutes, and you just keep kind of progressing like that and you don't throw all the cardio every day you go to the gym you don't do cardio um, you want to progress and you want to add that in as a tool to get to that calorie deficit that is what cardio is for and how it should be used right and what you can expect is that you're able to keep your calories a little bit higher you can expect that you will have an easier time losing weight if you're intelligent with adding it in the mistake i see a lot of people doing is going too hard too soon is adding it all the time year round and not saving it as a tool, right? The cardio alone shouldn't be what's keeping you lean. You should be able to stay lean, to stay healthy. Without it, you shouldn't be, you know, compromising your diet um, just, you know, by doing more activity. Um, so yeah, I think you know those are all really important things to talk about. I kind of wanted to get into in this episode comparing the different types of cardio too and the mistakes I see there. Um, so, you know, this is a complicated subject and I'm trying to give you a good brief overview of it, something that's not going to really overwhelm you and something that you could tell somebody, right? That's the goal of all these podcast episodes is to create something that if you are brought into a conversation on something like cardio, you know what to say, right? And you are prepared and you have something in your back pocket that you can pull out of and be like, you know, I know this about cardio. It creates this energy balance 
tilts that energy balance and you need to save it. You need to keep it in your tool belt and add it as you go, progress, and make sure you can track it, right? I want to make things actionable for you. So I'm going to stop, but if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. I'm always available for you direct message on Instagram at StoltzFit, and you can get any more clarification there or maybe send me your cardio routines and I can look them over and make sure that they're right for you. Um, but I do want to get into the different types of cardio, as I said, so I will take this next part of the episode to do that. I'm going to be talking specifically about HIT, and I'm going to be talking about LIST a lot as well, and what I think is the best route. So the most common type of cardio used to be MISS, right? And I think that that, it, it still could be among some populations, but for the most part, HIT is really taking um, it's taking that top step from miss in the in the fitness world anyways, right? If someone's brand new starting out, they might go into the gym, they might hop on the piece of cardio equipment and start jogging, right? Or start doing a medium intensity on the elliptical or maybe the bike and they're you know just trying to work up a sweat, trying to get their heart rate up a little bit, trying to do some cardio to burn some fat, right? And I think miss is probably the least effective way you could do cardio. Um, for one, it's very time consuming. And two, it's hard on the body. It's hard on recovery for your weight training. It's hard on the joints. It is difficult to progress without really hindering those, those three things, your weight training, your recovery, and your joints. Um, and you're really putting your muscle at risk of, of being catabolic, essentially, and, and you know eating your muscle tissue, which is a very non-scientific way to put it, but you know, your muscle tissue is at risk of being lost if you do more medium intensity stuff. So I really recommend against that. I don't really think that's the best way unless you enjoy it. And that is kind of the thing because a lot of people do really enjoy running and a lot of people really do enjoy medium intensity stuff. And to be able to, you know, get in that runner's high type of thing, that's a very real thing. And it's important that you do what you like, right? And if you're not doing what you like, you probably won't be making a lot of progress. So I do recommend sticking to what you like and don't cut some, something out because it might not be optimal. You're best off doing the thing that you most enjoy. So keep that in mind, but I would not recommend miss for somebody who just wants to get in shape. Um, so that leaves the other two, right? Hit and list. And hit is is really becoming more popular. I think that hit is probably one of the most popular forms of exercise right now. There's hit classes, hit routines, hit... Um, HIT is advertised as the most efficient way to burn fat, which is absolutely true because you have to think of that keyword efficient. It is very efficient to use HIT to lose fat, right? If you're just talking calorie burn, if you're just talking getting your activity in, yes, it's outrageously effective because, you know, you're achieving that calorie deficit. You're getting that energy balance tilted with very little time. A hit session can take probably anywhere from um, 15 to 25 minutes, and that's it, right? Whether it's a class, whether it's on the treadmill, whether it's another piece of equipment, it's going to be a quick, quick session, which is cool. The thing I don't like about hit are two primary things. One of them is that it really, really can impede your weight training, right? And when you're in fat loss, when you are focusing on losing weight, which means you're in a calorie deficit, you are having a harder time recovering than ever right? Because you are challenging your body. You're telling your body to build muscle through the strength training, but you don't have the fuel to do it. 
and it's really hard to recover that way. It really takes a toll on your body to pound it away with hit, which is why I'm actually not a big fan. People get run into the ground, people get burned out, people get you know, sore, they don't have good strength training sessions, and that causes more harm in the long run than if it just would have avoided that hit altogether and focused on the calories. Um, I would also say that something I don't like about it is it's hard to track it, right? You can do it for a longer amount of time. You can kind of increase the high intensity part, decrease the low intensity, but only up to a point, and it's going to be harder to track than some other methods. So it's really not my favorite. I think people overdo it, and I think you can actually totally avoid it. What I think the biggest mistake with HIT is is throwing it in all at once, like I said before. Um, if you are wanting to lose weight and you go to the gym, you sign up for a HIT class, that's probably not a good thing because you are using up that tool. It's like in, let's say, Super Mario Brothers, you have a power-up, right? Or in Mario Kart, you have a little power-up. You have a shell you can throw. If you get that shell in the box and you throw it right away, you don't have it anymore, right? It's no longer a tool that you have to help win the race. You want to hold on to that until you need it, and then you use it so you can try to project yourself to the finish line. That's a good way to think about it. That is how I like to think about HIT. It's this very, very specialized tool that's going to help pro propel you to where you need to be, but it's not going to be something that needs to be where you go first, and it's not going to be the magic thing that makes you win first, right, or gets to the finish line at all. Um, so the other kind of cardio that I actually prefer is LIS, which is low intensity steady state. Just once again to review, that's going to essentially be walking. And I think walking is underrated. I think it's really powerful. It's just something you have to track and do consistently and progress on, right? The people that say that walking won't really make any difference are the people that don't track and progress in that. So what I would say you should do is if your goal is to lose fat, start wearing something that can track either your steps or start doing a certain amount of low intensity exercise on a piece of cardio equipment. You start with three days a week of a half hour on a piece of cardio equipment, just walking, um, or maybe you take 6,000 steps a day. As you go, you'll wanna progress that, right? Every week or every two weeks. So let's say every two weeks, you either bump your steps up by 1,000 or you increase your cardio on the equipment. I prefer the steps method. Um, just because it's so easy to sneak it in and you don't actually have to do cardio until you're over probably 10,000, 12,000 steps, which is a really cool thing, right? Because you can actually keep your activity going up and increase your cardio as you go without hardly knowing it. You just park farther away, you take your dog for an extra walk, you go grocery shopping one extra day, I don't know, right? You're just doing stuff uh, to get your steps in. That is a great way to do it. A lot of times, the people that focus on the wearables and the step counters and focus on getting their steps aren't doing the main things you have to do, which is the calorie deficit, controlling your food, and weight training, which is also very important, right? So you wanna do all three, that's the trifecta, and I really think that list needs to be a bigger part in all of your guys' training. So that is my opinion on those. The reasons I like lists, I guess, is one, it's easy to track, two, it's really easy on the joints, three, it doesn't impede your recovery at all, doesn't waste away any muscle tissue and um, it's very relaxing and good for the mind, good to de-stress and it's not something that's going to um, stress you out even more like hit can sometimes, right? You don't really get that cortisol spike. It's more of like a relaxing wind down type activity, which a lot of people need more of. So hopefully that was informative. I kind of just ranted for 25 minutes about cardio, um, but I think it's important subjects, right? And once again, if you guys have questions about this, just reach out to me. Stoltz fit on Instagram, S-T-O-L-Z-F-I-T. 
and you can reach me there. I'll write that handle in the description of the podcast so you can reach me. Um, any questions, go ask me your fat loss questions, your cardio questions, and what kind of content you'd like to see if you have a question. Um, I'll talk to you later next week. Uh, thank you for listening, and thank you for doing that little homework of telling somebody about the podcast. I appreciate each and every one of you. I love watching the podcast grow. I like hearing your stories. I like hearing how you like the show, how it changed something that you thought of before, how you did something wrong, you tried something I said, and it worked for you. All those really make my day, so lay them on me, right? You'll never bother me if you send me a message, never. I appreciate it every single time I get it. I'll talk to you later. I'm Jordan Soltz, your host, signing off. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on On fitness, fitness, food, and and freedom. freedom.